This is the Empress Evolution. Welcome to Earth School, fellow philosopher. Spoiler alert, you're a multidimensional being with powers you may have thought only existed in stories. Faith or folly, round here, we do it all. Many lives, many levels, many masters. Whether it's learning how to cook a healthy meal, navigating the spiritual life, processing our feels, or saving the planet, we're here for all of it. This is The Jessamine Shows, presented by Empress Evolution. Welcome, Taylor. You are a guest on our Spirit World series on the Justin Shows. Uh, you are phenomenal. I love you so much. We also have our lovely June. Do you want me to say your last name? June De Silva. Thank you. <laughs> She's another member of Empress Evolution, as well as Stephanie and me. Um, Stephanie and I, I should say. Um, so, but we've all chatted before, and it was time for another chat. That's for sure. Um, so Taylor, we really want to introduce you. A lot of your crowd already knows who you are, but for anyone that doesn't know you, we want to introduce you kind of, um, I would say that you're kind of a, a spiritual badass, um, <laughs> a fighter, uh, a slayer. Like I kind of like think of you as like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but way cooler. Wow. Yeah. So, um, but I, I listen to a lot of the things that you say and Sometimes there are things that I really need to hear because we're all like trying to figure our way out through this ascension process, the spiritual awakening together. Um, and we don't all have the same codes. We don't all have the same vision. Um, so we're all here together to share our wisdom. That's what it's all about. Um, so we'll be interjecting with each other here and there, but the main focus of this is on you, Taylor, for sure. Um, but I just want everyone to know that June's here. We love you. Um, <laughs> So we're going to be talking about weird spiritual stuff that um, unfortunately seems not real. I would say that it's real, unfortunately. I don't want it to be real, but it is. Here we are. So um, let's kind of start off because you have a really interesting background um, and I'd like to get a little bit of clarity on that. So you used to be like an Instagram model or we're going that route. You were a Hooters girl. Like <laughs> little bit about who you were and where you are now and just the transition from from all that it's kind of a big story so buckle in everybody yeah, yeah buckle in oh ground you know take it into the heart space and I'm just going to do the best I can to um to really help everyone with my own perspective in where I'm at along this incension journey but um yes basically my name is Taylor I have always known that I was like an ancient soul, you know, if you want to say star seed indigo. Um, but I was really heavily targeted by the dark. I was kind of the, you know, bleach blonde, really heavily programmed with the, you know, false idol infection, believing that, you know, my body was, was my power and that, you know, just that real dark mother, you know, programmer, programmed influence. Um, and so, yes, I, I kind of grew up with that mindset. I, I think that it was programming from a very young age. I had a lot of missing time growing up. I haven't been able to fully sort through all of that right now because I'm still kind of 
sorting through what seems to be most prominent to everyone right now, which is the new age deception and, you know, these types of things. But yes, all the way back when I was very young, I had this strange phenomenon with mind control programs, um, just totally dissociation from my body and from reality a lot of times and, and disconnection from God and who I truly am. Um, because I've always been very smart. I've always been very, um, I had this, this internal righteousness, but I was just really forced into this false identity that, you know, wasn't really necessarily righteous, but almost like this Jezebelic, um, like I said, false identity construct. And so anyways, I grew up kind of worked at Hooters. I did the spiritual or not spiritual, but I did the, the model thing. I was an influencer, you know, fitness influencer. I was, um, really into working out. I was a bikini model. I was actually at one time going to go all the way into the WWE. I was trying to train for that and just, I wanted that, that spotlight and stuff like that. But luckily I've, I've had like five or six awakenings and God called me out of that distortion. And I started researching spirituality when I was, um, I guess about 21. And I went all the way into religion. You know, I was watching like mainstream religious Christian pastors, Joel Osteen, Joyce Meyer. And I'm actually grateful for that because at least it anchored me into some sort of righteousness and kind of pulled me out of like the whole blonde MK mindset. But it was there that um, I guess that whole, you know, just me opening my mind to the spiritual or maybe it was contract before I came into this life, but I had my, my galactic walk-in. So when you say walk into a lot of people, they instantly like freak out and they think you mean you're possessed by some sort of demon or something, but no, I had this higher consciousness come in. And I do believe it was my consciousness that, you know, I, I was always destined to fulfill and to come into, but there's a, a dragonfly, of course, a dragonfly in my house right now. That's super symbolic. But anyways, um, I had this higher consciousness and when this happened to me, it made me extremely sensitive to energy. And now I understand why some of us have to have these contracts where we have this, you know, angelic presence or awakening or whatever you want to call the walk-in happen because I couldn't have held that sensitivity my whole life. I would not have survived because now, you know, I can only eat a very limited diet. I'm very sensitive to EMFs, Wi-Fi very sensitive to energy. I don't, I don't like to be around other people at all because I feel things in my body so intensely. Um, just for example, you know, if someone's like talking really negative or saying curse words and I'm trying to cook, if I eat that food, my stomach will hurt. <laughs> and so it's no wonder that I had to be some sort of, you know, walk-in consciousness because there's no way I could have held that sensitivity. I would have died. And while I was adjusting to this experience, I was literally in bed for through like almost three years, four, four years um, total, just not feeling well. But eventually I learned to alchemize energy. I learned to just um, be aware of my surroundings. I learned how to eat healthy, really take care of my vessel, detox on a cellular level and meditate, you know, do breath work, things like this. And I think that that walk-in presence and my awareness of alchemy and, and these gifts that were coming forth really made me a target again in my life for... <laughs> Um, the dark spiritual agenda, which is what I would call the false light program. So that's really what I want to like keep this focus on because that is what I have really, you know, um, studied and broken down over this last year. But essentially when I was, uh, I'll just say 2018, I, this is going to be where we start getting real deep. So everyone just anchor in 
but basically in 2018, I had my first experience with an astral hijacking. Um, I was into spirituality, but I, you know, I was kind of like one foot in, one foot out. I had had the walk in, I had this higher consciousness, but I wasn't necessarily like using it. And I had this dream. It was the first time I realized that all dreams were not just dreams. And what it was, was essentially there was a man that was in front of me and I had no choice. So I did not give my consent to this, but basically I was knelt down in front of him and he was feeding me some sort of fruit. At the time, because I wasn't necessarily into the Bible, I didn't really think of the association with the Garden of Eden. But basically I ate the fruit from his hand. And when I did, my entire body lit up with some very strange energy. It reminds me of the story, if you've ever seen the movie Twilight, where um, some uh, Bella gets turned into a vampire and everything in her body shifts. It's like, I felt this surge of energy go all through my body. It was so supernatural, it was so unreal. And when I awoke from that dream, my entire life had changed. It was like I was searching for this being that I had met in the dream on the outside. Because not only did I feel just extremely supernatural, but I felt this love and this attraction for this person, even though at the time I was actually married. And that set into motion me getting deep into spirituality, like trying to figure out what had happened to me. And a year later, I don't know if it was exactly a year, but in 2019, the end of 2019, this person that I had dreamed about manifested in my reality. Basically, he appeared on YouTube giving some sort of large talk. And when I saw him, I remember I just literally like dropped what I was doing. And I had just been like half in, half out of like listening to YouTube and it came on my YouTube by itself. And I saw this man, I recognized him. I said, that's the man I had to dream about. That's who fed me the fruit. Like that's my person. Like that I, he's like, that's, that's him. And I went and looked at the follower account and I was like, wow, he's never going to know who I am. He's famous. He's huge. Like he's everything. And I messaged him. And I just messaged him and said, hey, I had a dream about you. I didn't say it was any sort of like romance or what, what the details were. But I thought he'll never get it, you know, like, psh, whatever. Well, within 24 hours, he messaged me back. He said, I've been waiting for you. And oh, it just gives me like such eerie feels because what I didn't know about back then was that there's black magic. And um, that's, that's what I was under. I was under like a spell. And... So essentially from that moment forward, he wanted, like, he wanted to be in my life. He was like, I, I believe I'm supposed to mentor you. Like I will help you. And he began to, you know, mentor me, help me within, you know, just a few months I had moved out from my husband's house and I was living, you know, uh, separate from him and we were separated and I was then moving into a relationship instead of a mentor, you know, student relationship. This person had told me we are twin flames and I am, <laughs> I am your I'm your twin flame and I'm here to help you and give you, you know, spiritual information. And I thought that I was getting all this information because I was going to be brought up and like be a part with him, you know, to, to help awaken the world and, and help them to get into 5D and all this stuff that he was teaching. Cause he was, you know, very ET friendly talking about, you know, the Emerald tablets, though, you know, these types of things, um, just new age, new age, new age. 5d focus on yourself raise your vibration um yeah and so he just began to indoctrinate me and and to raise me up now we never met in person 
but this is what people are not going to fully understand. When you are connected to a being that is not a human being, they are lucid in other realms, in other um, realities. And so he was able to somehow, don't even ask me to explain because maybe June can help, but basically he started taking me every single night into the astral plane and we would meet there. Now, I don't know how to just do this organically, but this is what was happening. As soon as I would get there, I would have the memory of being there with him and then it would go dark. I wouldn't remember anything else until I woke up the next morning. He knew when I would wake up every single morning and when I would go to sleep. So it did not take me long to figure out that this was not a human being, um, but he never told me, you know, I, I would ask things and I was so controlled by him and his narcissistic behavior that I did not question him like I should have. I didn't take care of my own being like I should have because I just saw him as being so superior to me. And, you know, I was just, I needed his help. Like he was going to teach me everything, raise me up. Right. Like he kind of made it seem like I was, um, my abilities and my psychic gifts and all these types of things were to were because of him. You know, when I would tell him like, oh, I did this today. Like I had this amazing reading and, and I saw this and it all, you know, came to pass. He would be like, oh, you're welcome. You know, like as if he was behind all of my, you know, gifts, even though I had had this walk-in experience. But within six months, my body was completely falling apart. I'm about 115 pounds and I was, I don't know, 98 pounds. I had just, my whole face was broke out. I couldn't eat anything. I had become so sensitive to food, but I was smoking all the time, which is, I have a medical card. So I was, you know, legally doing that, but I was so dissociated from my body that I was, I was just trying to ignore every red flag because I thought I was in love. And I thought that this was, you know, my, my person. I thought the new age was really teaching me well, if you have a twin flame, it, it's not easy, right? It's this, <laughs> it's this very challenging road of, of um, you know, they run and, and they, they, they reflect your shadow and all this completely abusive nonsense. Seriously, that's what it is. It's not love, but that's what I was experiencing. And so I just held on, I held on, I held on. And um, during that time, I had met someone in my reality, which was just a friend to me, but, you know, when you get these, these, this program coming to you and they want these beings want to groom you to be a new age teacher, it's not just one handler. It's like everyone in your experience is like a Mr. Smith. <laughs> so I had two other mentors. One just would kind of guide me, check in week to week and kind of see how I'm doing, send me prayers that would help me to be guided in my higher bodies into the esoteric temples at night and just basically giving away my free will. But anyways, I had another person in my life who was my mentor and he and I together started trying to see what was wrong with my body. He was doing all this healing on me, this, you know, Reiki or whatever, and just what, you know, trying to really help me. And he started having dreams about this guy that was my, my YouTuber twin flame. And he comes to me one day and he says, Taylor, I need to tell you something and you're going to freak out and you're going to be mad at me, but there's something wrong with that guy. I don't trust him. Like something's not human. Like I'm having these dreams and I want to share them with you. And he says, I saw you in the higher planes. And he said, you were, you were not yourself. You were under some sort of hypnosis and 
you were being used as like a um as like a sex slave and i said you know who who was using me he said all sorts of things he said it was like um people like waiting outside of this temple in the higher planes to like come in with you and i'm just like what and, and you know i freaked out on him of course and i was just like you know i don't believe any of this but then i knew i really knew inside because look at my body my body was tripped out you know and so I started trying to ask this person, my, my twin flame, you know, some, some questions and he just showed such true colors. He was attacking me. He was calling me all sorts of names. And so it was just like a domino effect from that moment that my um, friend had, or my mentor had shared the stream. And I just started really seeing very quickly, my entire reality shattered. Everything that I had taken in from this person, I was literally being programmed with his beliefs and everything he said and um and I didn't say this part but he would send me videos and he would know whether or not I watched them he would be angry at me if I did not watch them and he would say things to me like um you have time to watch my video and I would say no I'm, I'm doing something today and I remember this one particular time when he said well you have time to watch yourself and that day I had been editing my own videos and so he knew somehow that I was editing my own videos and like things like that would freak me out. But I was just thinking like, you know, wow, my, my twin flame's really something, you know, but anyway, so I just, I blocked this, this guy and it was so hard for me. Like, because, you know, it's, it's not love you think it is, but it's, it's some sort of like, um, higher connection that that's like this, if you want to say alien or demonic implant, that's, that's what I felt this false connection to him. And so I just, I cut him off. I blocked him on every on every device, and um, I just started going outside for the first time in, in a very long time, and dropping my, to my knees, and praying to God. And I, you know, before then it was just the universe, the universe, the universe. It was no focus on okay, maybe the universe or God is not in everything. Maybe there is actually one source, one God above all these aliens, above the Anunnaki, above both. And all these types of things and so i started just praying to god i think i even said jesus because at that time you know it's just like clinging to anything that i thought might help me and i dropped down to my knees I, i'll never forget it i cried and i just said god i need help like please like what what is going on i went inside that day and it was 303 p.m which was a number that i saw constantly associated with the twin flame phenomenon and with um just everything. I was aligned to this 33 master teacher number. But anyways, I came inside. It was 303. Someone from another country had sent me Lisa Renee's Ascension Glossary on Thoth, Twin Flame Hijack, um, the moon, which I was totally enamored with the moon. You know, my, my false twin flame had taught that was the mother, right? Like that's the feminine, the moon. So I see all this in front of me and when I tell you, I did not even need any outside confirmation other than that, because it was like Lisa's words were some sort of internal alarm that just started deprogramming, like everything just falling off of my consciousness, all these false templates. Um, I want to say it's, it's almost like, have you all heard of that? It's like a computer program software that you basically put in that if if someone tries to breach your security, it, it will just wipe everything like an emergency. That's what happened. It was like 
everything falls just white. Even the, the love that I thought that I had for this person, I knew. I knew just all of it instantly. Like it was like a wake up call. And from then I started dissolving the false light in my life. And I started seeing so clear the matrix of the spiritual community that is the new age. I started seeing even in my own, you know, mentor that had actually helped me. I started seeing just the false light, the, the 5D dissociative, leave your body, don't focus on demons. Satan and um, God are the same person, you know, your Satan and demons are just manifested from your own ego, your own shadow. I just saw it all. And it was the greatest ego, ego death of my life. Everything that I had identified with was shattered. And I remember I didn't leave my bed or my, well, actually I was on the floor, but like my yoga mat, like I basically just died for like three days straight. My mom was in there with me, you know, just holding me and, um, I just let it all go. And so basically I had to understand that that person that was my twin flame was actually my handler and I was under mind control. I was being groomed through astral programming, which is like above what most people even know exists, right? Um, but I was being taken into these esoteric mystery schools and taught this false light doctrine in order to be a new age teacher. But what is unaware to most people when they're in the new age or when they're in false light is number one, they don't know that they're in a program. But number two, they don't realize that they're opening their body up to forces that actually want to take over. So I was, during this time, I was not even myself. I was just having glimpses of myself. But when I actually sat with God over that next year and dissolved the false light, I had many memories of missing time of waking up in the middle of the night, going to the bathroom and it being 2.22 in the morning because I saw the time, right? And I'm like, oh, it's 2.22. Coming back from the bathroom and it being like 3.40. And I'm like, you know, but it's like during the time you, you think everything supernatural is you're, you're chosen and, and you're special and it's something good happening to you and the aliens have chosen you, right? <laughs> so yeah, that's just basically, and that's basically it. I just started realizing that I was under something in incredibly sinister, incredibly serious that had to do with overtaking my body, which had to do with um, grooming other people to trust um, these new age teachers and to, to trust this 5D agenda, to trust aliens, to trust Thoth, who, as all of us probably know, <laughs> is regarded by many people, including uh, Lisa Renee, to be Lucifer himself. Now, and there's one more thing that I will say, and then I'll open up for a second, but Basically, when I, um, I started really asking God, like, what was going on, my new age teacher or my um, handler, my twin flame guy, he would still come to me in the dream states, even though I had separated from him. He, he made so many accounts to stalk, harass, and, and come to me all the time. There would be so many times I would just be trying to meditate, and I would start getting so sleepy, like something, like some sort of hypnosis was coming over me. And I knew that they were trying to astral abduct me. And that's so beyond what most people know exists again, but it's, it's real. It's true. A lot of people think when they go out in their trance meditations that they're just like one, you know, one with the universe. No, you're, you're likely being abducted. You're being implanted. Um, you should never leave your body, especially unguarded, but that's what I was doing. So anyways, he would come to me in this one time, one of the very last times that he came to me, um, 
I asked him who he was. And I said, tell me who you are. He said what his name was. And I said, but tell me who you really are. And he said, he said he was Lucifer. And I woke straight up from that dream. And I was so scared. Um, there was a good, this happened all the way back in June. Um, and there was a good last year. And there was time where I wouldn't talk about it. I didn't say his name. I didn't tell anyone my experience. I just basically like changed my Instagram, deleted half my content was like, Hey, I'm not in the new age. Like Jesus is real. You know, that kind of of stuff. But I didn't, I didn't tell the story until much later because I was seriously so scared and yeah, that's pretty much it. So I am, I guess a survivor, but more so than a survivor. um, I believe I'm a warrior. I believe that I'm here to reverse what they have done and to um, to tell people the truth of what some of these new new age teachers are, because that person that I was connected to, people love him. They worship him like he's a god and he's not a human being. And it's, I, I know I said the last thing I'm going to say. I have one more thing to say, but basically the other thing that's important to know is when he went out of my experience and I finally got rid of him, him, but in a different body, in a different profile, in a different person showed up two or three times. So it's not about people ask me, why don't you expose this name? Because it is not about one person. It is about an entire system, an entire architecture that is existing, that is the new age. And yeah, it was, I, again, the, the, the second guy that showed up right after him was a celebrity. And again, right, I'm like, wow, this is weird. But after four days, I was astral raped and knew it. And that was all it took for me to see that I'm done. Like I'm, something's wrong. I'm getting out of this. You know, like if you're not about Christ purity, if you're not talking about God, then it's just not for me. And when I say Christ, you know, I mean like the blueprint, the, the clean being, the pure being um, that, that fights for truth and that stands up against evil. And so anyways, yeah, that's my story. <laughs> I have never told that all out loud too. So I'm just like, it feels like some just like presence, just like, whew, wow. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. It brings up, I mean, we were, we were all kind of talking before, like, what are we going to talk about? We have so many things to talk about. And I definitely wanted everyone to get that story. Um, you did mention that to tell it in its entirety would take a very long time. Um, and I'm sure there's much that could be learned from it, but um one of the main questions I really want to ask you, and I'm, I'm, I'm totally open for June and Stephanie um, asking questions and kind of prompting things along too, but how did you learn to, to see and, and decipher um, bad energies, negative influences versus um, ones that are, are of good intention of, of Christ, consciousness, love, peace, um, justice? How did, you, how did you learn to decipher them? So when I come really into the present moment and into my body, I can feel it. I feel the whole time that I was connected to this first guy, my, if you want to say sacral or my sacred feminine area felt density. It did not feel right. And I ignored it. But um, once it happened with the second guy and then another guy, you know, just, just coming into my experience, not even connecting with them on any sort of intimate level, just feeling some sort of density just by talking to them. I just learned to tune into that feeling until I literally became like a walking vampire detector. Like it's absolute insanity, but 
it even it's so strong now that when people comment on my post and they they they're like hey i sent you a dm and like uh i want to know this or something i can tell instantly whether or not they have good intentions and so yeah it's really just tuning into my body um like i said i don't know if it's the same for everybody because i'm very sensitive to energy just food you know chemicals uh, if I was to go to a hotel and sleep on a bed with a bunch of uh, fabric softener and stuff, like I would, I'd probably wake up in anaphylaxis. Like I'm just very sensitive. So I don't know if it's the same for everyone, but just listening to my body and how, is there like some sort of like, eh, you know, something telling me that something's just a little bit off because that little bitty voice, if you tune into it regularly, I think it, it gets stronger and it gets stronger. And then also, I think if you really pray to eternal source to embody the Holy Spirit at a certain time, it gives you like more discernment, you know, it gives you um, like a yes or a no. And I do think it takes time. I think it takes uh, time to deprogram so that the spirit isn't having to like filter through all of our templates and, and you know, identity constructs and programs, but it's just in our body all the time like we're walking with the spirit i guess and so when you have that it's just like so different you know yeah you know leading up to this interview i was going through all kinds of stuff like i recently moved out of the house that i was living in with well i was living with my husband for the last decade and i'm like okay we're we're done so i was going through recalibrations there but then also like there's something that happens when I'm about to do interviews sometimes where it's almost like everything's trying to happen to me to get me to not do these interviews, um, to try to just like <laughs> give up and don't, don't bother, you know, like you've got, just focus on your 3D life, like don't, you know, don't worry about trying to, to spread any kind of um, opinions or what you, what you may have experienced in this kind of world. And I'm wondering, did you, did you, I feel like you've probably broken through a lot of that because you're constantly posting your opinion. Um, but did you have any kind of like attacks on um, trying to get you to not do this podcast episode? Oh yeah, no, no, not the podcast, but I have like interference all the time where I go to make a video and like something will be just missing or my content won't upload. And I think that in a way, it's like we're being initiated to protect our field constantly, because I don't think everyone has to walk like we do. But if we are choosing this path, if we remember like, hey, I am I'm here for a cosmic mission, like I got stuff to do, then we have to kind of stay protected and shielded until maybe we're just like a walking shield. You know, when you first start meditating, you kind of have to meditate all the time and then you get to a certain point. You don't need to sit and meditate because you just walk and meditate. And so I think that's the same way of shielding. It's like, it's like this practice of intention of building, like no interfering spirits, no weapon formed against my truth or my podcast or what I'm doing in service to God shall ever prosper that type of stuff. Like, you know, just all the time, just praying, calling it out. Like, that's what I don't like about the new age. It's they're so nice to demons. <laughs> they're so nice. And I'm just like, oh no, 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 no. So like, where's my iPad? Give it to me now. Like, where are you at? You know, did is there something interfering, God? If there is, cast I cast it out and the by the power of Christ, you know, I'm here to speak truth. And it would just be like, I know where it's at. But then sometimes I think maybe we are just being protected. And so it's like if you pray and then it doesn't clear, 
then I think maybe like listen and, and know that something really could be trying to help by keeping something from coming forward. But sometimes I think it's just literally these entities, these archons, like all around us that are always trying to keep this from coming forth because if they can keep all the light workers quiet and from knowing stuff like this, then they can ransack the entire population of humanity, you know? Yeah. That's whole archon stuff was just like what the more I find out, the more I like battle with myself about like, okay, don't disassociate. Like this is really happening around you. Like don't give up. You gotta keep going, keep going, keep going. I mean, take care of yourself too, but like don't <laughs> just like disassociate and be like, I'm just gonna go and take the the, the blue pill, pretend like none of this happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you mentioned something before about the the dark mother, and I know that was something that June wanted to touch on. Um, June, do you want to lead in a little bit about what you want to speak on about the dark mother and what that is, what, what's meant by that? Definitely. Um, I know Taylor mentioned a little something about um, the moon, right, and how that has been the mother. And really, when I see it, that's the dark mother, because the moon does not generate its own light. So it gets that light from the sun. And that's how I see the dark mother. So this is like a vampiric energy, parasitic, cannot really generate its own energy and needs it from somebody else. And this is a program I've been in. So I needed a lot of validation, a lot of approval when I was younger. Um, very similar, everything I did, it was like, I would dress up because I'm like, my body is my power and you know everyone wants to see me and I'm gonna look like this and stuff. Um, and I needed that attention. If I didn't have it, I was like a mess. I was like, oh, nobody loves me. Everything sucks. Like, what's the point of living? Um, and that was the dark mother energy. And then last year, a huge portion of that was cleared out. Um, but before that, what happened is because I had this energy in place, I was attracting like the dark masculine because you're going to attract what energy you have. Um, and this was basically the abusive kind. So the narcissistic abusive um, energy. And something that you said that really resonated, Taylor, is my body could tell. So at the end of a lot of these relationships, like my body was just shriveled up, um, my sacral and my solar plexus area. It was just um, like it just felt like someone gut punched me. And then my root chakra, like I was having issues like hemorrhoids and just like not, it was just not working well. And so my lower chakras were a disaster, but then my upper chakras, I was always connected. So I was getting the information, but I was going through this dissociation. And then my dark mother was like, well, you're supposed to be, you're supposed to give in, you're the woman, like you're supposed to be the nurturer. It's okay, he did that, he's your twin flame, like all of that coming through. And I was like, yeah, you're right. And I was out there, you know, charging my crystals in the moonlight and being like, <laughs> full moon, I got to light some candles and like write my intentions and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so I think that's something that's really promoted um, in the new age groups. And also, you know, a lot of celebrities, you see them, they're like, look, I have crystals. And it's like, it's a full moon and they're promoting that as well. Um, and so until I truly was able to connect with myself and my body and stop dissociating, because that's something I would do a lot, just like, oh, I'm in the nether realms and, you know, I'm connecting with this being and this person. And it was like, I was just giving my consent away, just giving it all away, no boundaries, um, which is another sign of the dark mother, just not having um, good boundaries. It's like, you're really giving your power away, your true feminine power. Um, so 
that's my take on it. It's it's a lot of the shadow feminine traits, and it's made to look like this is how you're supposed to be. And this is spiritual. And so until last year, what happened was I had this whole experience where I was going through um, a detoxification on a spiritual level. And so it had to happen on a spiritual level before I went into it on a physical level, which is still going on. But on a spiritual level, I just remember standing there and I'm standing there in front of source and it's like this big, powerful light and I couldn't be there in my human form. So I was there in my light body form almost and I could see this dark energy leaving my body and I was like, what is that? And um, the message that I got was that's the dark mother energy. It has to go now. And so that was coming out and then another dark energy was there and I asked about that and I got that was the Nephilim. And so then I had to look up a lot more info and um, I really connect a lot with Iesha and um, Lisa Renee's work as well. And so they talk about the indigo type threes and how there is, um, you know, the Nephilim and the um, Orifem. So I was just losing that. But um, so big part of my journey was releasing that. And when I was able to, um, or I guess when the Nephilim left and then I had my walk-in, that's when a lot of the dark mother energy, it started to become more known to me. And then it was more like, oh, this is wrong. I don't, this isn't for me. I got to release it. Um, so it's been a few years of releasing that. The last year was probably the biggest purge. Thanks, Jim. Um, Taylor, do you want to share a little bit about um, how you discovered the dark mother energy and like what it is to you and what you think people should know about it from your oh, Steph, do you have something to say? Yeah, I have something quickly before um, Taylor continues. And it's quite important um, because basically getting this information now that we're talking about it, um, the moon cycle is very real, but people are using it incorrectly. So instead of charging things with the moon, what we're supposed to do is, and I am doing this with my esoteric group and we meditate um, on the full moon and we meditate. And, and then I asked him like, how come we don't meditate on the new moon? And he's like, oh, in the new moon, you have to meditate even more. And it just, I just made the connection that the moon reflects the sun. When it is a new moon, there is very little sun in the dark night. That means that the darkness is more prevalent. If the darkness is more prevalent when there is less uh, light in the sky, then you have to shield up more to make up for the darker forces pressing on us. Does this make sense? So it's sort of like we're not supposed to, we've been using the moon in the wrong way. The moon is actually signaling us to shield up and meditate even and bring in more solar energy onto the earth when the cycle has less sun. We actually have to be the sun bringer when it is a darker night. Does this make sense? So, so I have, oh, go, go ahead, keep going. No, no, that, that was it. It was just like something I feel like um, that's the correct way to follow the moon cycle, what I was getting and I just wanted to share that. Um, yeah. So I'm about to drop like a very strange thing for a lot of people that haven't heard this before, but it's just, you know, it doesn't have to be held as fact. It's like whatever resonates with people. But basically at this point, I believe that the moon is actually a satellite. I don't think it's organic. Mm -hmm. And what I think it is, is uh, I know it's really wild, but I, I think it holds in some sort of mind control frequencies. And um, we can see that kind of reflected with people's consciousness during the moon cycles. 
when it's a full moon, people like they go insane. There's like you know, lunatics. People check into the hospitals. The ER doctors will tell you, you know, on full moons, police officers will tell you, nursing home uh, advisors and caretakers will tell you that people just go insane. And when I was um, kind of healing my body through those years of having that serious illness, I got deep into understanding parasites and stuff like that. Parasite cycles are also uh, around the full moon. So if you have an infection, you get sick. Anyone that has Lyme disease also, any, any sort of like a toxic infection, you get most sick on the full moon. And when I started getting in, uh, learning about, you know, the, <laughs> this is really dark, but the satanics, um, they do all of their sacrificing rituals and um, their meetings around the moons. And that is when I believe that they actually run dark energy reversals through the ley line grids. And so that's the thing too. It's like if people, these, you know, be these beautiful goddesses that have the best intentions out there doing the, the full moon circles and stuff like that, it's like you are connecting your energy with those people. And if you don't understand black magic and, and what they are doing, they're actually doing rituals to connect to the energy of, you know, Lucifer or Satan, you know, whatever you want to say. And it gives them power. That is, you know, actual magic. And so these women aren't realizing that they are giving their almost consent because they're doing their ceremonies at the same time as this very dark, the honest truth is it's very powerful things are going on and they're actively trying to run these these micro programs and these reversals through the population so um how i figured out the dark mother uh <laughs> i don't even like telling people this it's super it's like it, it should i should just let go of all the shame i know that it was part of my learning path but my name was actually luna on instagram when i was going through all of this stuff. And so if someone's name is Luna and they're watching this, like, I don't think I'm judging you in any way. I was just, I really believed that the moon was the feminine. I thought it was the divine feminine, the goddess, right? Like that's what, that's what we're taught. I actually be, believe now that the, the feminine, the true feminine is water. So that's just what I think. I think the masculine is more like the energy of the sun. Cause you think like Christ, the son of God, the sun, this is just where I'm at. You know, I don't, I don't know that I'll hold this forever, but I, I believe the, the water is the the um the feminine the womb the current the the um the flow you know you see like the the feminine energy is very flow so i, I just associate it more with water because that seems to be way more organic but um yeah basically i just without saying you know without holding judgment i started just seeing the consciousness of the people who were connected to the moon and practicing that lunar cycle stuff and what they were holding. And when you get to a certain point along clearing the false light, you see the reversals as if it is a different color. You know, you literally can see it on someone. You see these reversal energies and you see them. Like you said, it's, it's a very vampiric energy. It's like, I need validation. I need attention. Um, I'm going to, you know, do what I want, whether it's impurity or not. And I'm going to have some reason for validating it. Well, that's the spirit of Jezebel. That's a manipulator. Because in my opinion, we actually should be clean. We actually should try to be pure so that we're not taking people's energy, that we're not operating in distortion and reversals and not trying to justify, you know, our 
bad habits, you know, and that's what I think that the moon kind of was doing for me. Like, for example, I was um, pretty much just showing my body all the time. And I don't think, I don't want to like shame that because the body, you know, Garden of Eden, like we get it, like nakedness, it's, it's pure. But I wasn't doing it in purity because I didn't know because I was, I was holding a false template, but I was basically making the excuse for myself that, you know, I was, I was this, um, I was the divine feminine and, and my body was sacred and, and this type of stuff. And <laughs> the problem with all that is with showing your body is that there is dark energy that exists in the world. And so if I was doing that all the time, who am I attracting? And who, what, what, what am I doing for men? Because if men are trying to create and to live their life and they get online and, and see my body, what's it going to do? Is that going to propel them into creating or is that going to kind of bring them down into these lower energies to where they just want to give their power away, you know? And so I see it like the dark feminine is almost like the woman who drags men around on a leash for her own benefit. It's like, kind of treating men like what can I get from him what can I take and it's vampiric like you said I think both of y'all said it's like this there's no there's not that solar light and what instantly just popped in my mind is I even think that there's a scripture not that I just hold the revelations as like all organic truth or something but there's a scripture that says um a woman clothed in the sun I believe stands atop the moon and what I think that is too is it's standing atop the, that control program. It's standing atop the, the manipulation of the emotions because we know that the moon really manipulates our emotions and kind of makes us a little bit crazy at certain times. I, I remember I would always fight with my husband before I knew about all this stuff on full moons because that's when the archons, they really want your energy. They really want you, you know, so they can siphon it essentially, but um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. It's like this, this vampiric energy that I saw, like I, I look back at myself now and it's like it, the moon also, because it's control, it's like a control program. It's also like kind of keeping in place this false identity construct, this program, this, you know, demon, it's like a demon almost. And mine was like a straight up Jezebel. So that was fun to slay all that. But anyway. <laughs> I think you said it really beautifully. It's just like, it's a, it's a vampiric. It's a take energy. It's not organic light. There's something going on. Just look, you know, look at the people without judgment, but just seeing they're always intertwined with the moon. Can you see in their post that they're really giving with their heart? Or is there something that's like siphoning when you're reading it? Because a lot of the goddess phenomenon, I see women and, and instead of being empowered, by maybe their posts on Instagram or something, they're, they're, they're made insecure, if that makes sense. It's like, you might look at someone and be like, oh, I wish I had her body. I wish I had the money to travel around and stand underneath these waterfalls and take pictures in Bali. And, you know, I, I wish I had all this that they had. And think about what that's doing. It's taking energy from someone instead of, you know, empowering them, instead of like uniting with them, if that makes sense. I don't know if that does, but anyways. There's so much to know about and or to to explore really about the moon and, and 
my my first tattoo was like this like sad angel and then two years later i like i added this like giant full moon behind her and then i like learned all this stuff about it like (laughs) i yourself knew that's why the angel was so sad (laughs) (laughs) maybe you can turn it into a sun exactly i want to change it i want to like add dragons and all kinds of stuff so and when I was studying shamanism at one point, there's a lot of stories saying that the moon was actually brought here from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, who knows what, what the heck's going on, but I don't trust it. And and also I just, anytime that we're, we're saying, oh, I can only do certain, certain spells or magic or whatever it is, or set intentions, like I, I, I need to wait for a day. It's like, you're a creator. You can do it literally anytime anytime you want to okay like you are the ultimate source of your own god source power like you don't need to put all these like time limits on it just if you got if you're getting a download go for it <laughs> i agree so. with that i want to say this one thing is that when you're always connected to source you don't need a specific astrological event or you know rain or whatever it is it can be a cloudy ass day and you still have the energy of the sun in you oh yeah Wow, that was so empowering. I don't know what, like that just, <laughs> that whole thing just hit me. Wow. Um, I was thinking too, you know, this is a whole new podcast topic, but if you think of astrology, astrology, astral, and it's like, we are not defined by the astral state. We're not de- defined. Like we, when you're really connected to your power and to the, you know, the initial creator of who you are, you are like, you're above Zodiac. You don't need some sort of system, planetary system, because we are multidimensional beings. We don't, we're not, you know, like you said, dependent upon one day. And then people say, well, the, the full moon is when all the, the power is, all the magic. Well, what magic is it? <laughs> it's like- Siphoned magic. <laughs> it's like- sacrificial nasty magic like that I don't want any part of so it's like yeah we need to be like Stephanie said just really bringing in solar energy on those days and I think that we we're so powerful that we could sit around and see it all backfiring for you know everything dark and just being like every everyone meditating to the moon tonight is going to receive the spirit of Christ you know that just believing and seeing it's like Christ is going to come through because that, that energy is stronger than anything dark. And so if we just had, if we just had group meditations and almost like reversed the reversals, I think that that could be something that we could all look to one day, you know? I agree. Like what we're doing is basically unleashing our inner solar power and then just kind of send it through the entire, you know, planet or the entire universe, whatever you want to do. And in that way, we're kind of clearing out that moon energy. And then whoever has that solar energy, which is a lot of angelic humans here, they activate that. Yes. So many and for the th- record, I just want to say one more thing. I was really obsessed with the name Celine, which is the Roman goddess of the moon. So we've, we've had our phases, so to speak. <laughs> we are so reflected. Like you yeah. love Celine. I love Luna. I wanted to name my child that. I wanted like, to name my daughter <laughs> Celine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, but, you know, and so, and we can't, we shouldn't demonize that names just in case people watching this, they are that name. It's just like, 
we want to separate from the moon you know it, well it, we don't i don't want to tell people what to do but i wanted to separate from the moon so i felt like i wanted to change my name but it's like it's there you know that 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 construct is existing so we can't be afraid of it you know when i when it's a full moon i'm not afraid to go outside it's just i'm not going to give my power away to it or think that it's something that it's not you know it's like lucifer is existing in my reality but i'm not going to call him an angel you know so it's just separating becoming aware of the distortion and then you know just not participating but <laughs> i don't know i think we had you had three things to to talk about didn't you or did we already hit all of them i don't know at this point <laughs> we hit a lot more than three <laughs> um i think maybe a nice uh takeaway for whoever's listening is you know there's all these astral aspects there's all these dark aspects and in order to um how do we protect ourselves and shielding um, and invoking and aligning with source is so important and maybe we could talk a bit about like you know tell tell the viewers how how to do that because um, right now we're we're just it might we might be putting them in fear but not yes. giving them the tools yeah. like okay here's what to do like here's how to build your light within so you have solar energy and then you can supersede and become a light warrior and fight off the darkness like that's what we need right now we need everyone to find their light within and be a spiritual warrior and fight the darkness with us and we want yeah. i guess the whole point of this is to activate everyone back into that that power yeah yes I, I can go first if you if y'all want, but basically what something came to me yesterday and it was that naturally our Christ blueprint or who we really are is one with source. We are light. Like it's just protected, radiating solar energy. But what happens is we get these programs and we get these templates and it acts like a filter for that organic source to come in. And so it's really as simple as separating from distortions because we are the light. We are protected when we're in our organic state, but it's like that negative ego, you know, these, these wounded holes that we have that kind of prevent us from being in our power. So I think it's like sitting with yourself. That's what, you know, people always show up in my experience and they want to know how I healed. What did I do? What did I do? And it is so simple. I pray to eternal source every day. I have a decree that I've written and sometimes I just freestyle, but I just tell God, I want to be in my highest embodiment forwards and backwards across all planes of existence. I want to be pure. I want you God to help me to remove distortions. I separate with my free will from distortions across all times, spaces and dimensions forwards and backwards. I do not consent to my energy being utilized by negative forces i have a whole thing written down i could get it but i don't consent to negative entities to distortions to illusions to um false contracts that i may have made that come against my christ body and so that's what i say i say it every day i try to sit in nature when i do it because i do feel like that organic spirit of god is like closest to me in nature, you know, the sunlight, like actually recharging our body because, you know, the sunlight grows plants. So why can't it like renew us, grow us? So I try to get sunlight just all the time. I, I try to do it every day. 
And I usually do. And then, so after I say my prayer, it's like this little habit that I do every day. I've got my person doing it as well. And it's really working for him too. But basically I pray, I sit in nature and then I do breath work because for me there, I don't care what, you know, people in religion, they, they don't like breath work, but it's like, I see the benefits. I would not be sitting here if I didn't do breath work. I do it every day, three times a day. You don't have to do, you know, like binaural beats and like YouTube breath work, but just breathe. And I try to roll, take my energy from my bottom of my stomach and breathe it up into my chest and let it out. Just very powerful 30, 30 breaths or so. It's actually the Wim Hof method, but you don't even have to do that. Just breathe every day because I think that, oh yeah. And I set the intentions. I say, I am breathing in the Holy spirit. God bring your spirit into my body with this breath. And I'm going to remove with this cycle that I'm creating my body, any distortions and any, you know, uh, programs, any dense energy, anything that is to my uh, harm. And I do it every day. And if I get triggered or I feel bad or my handler shows back up in my experience and tries to trigger me and, and I feel pain in my body, I just go do it again. And it's so simple that it works every time, you know, that's what I do. That's, it's literally that simple. I got um, so excited when you were talking because your prayer is so similar to mine. Like the no command way, that really? I have every day. Yeah, I can send it to you later. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'd love, maybe if you if you um, send it to me, we can put it in the little description box underneath so it's really easy for people to find too. Um, one of the methods that I've been using is just envisioning, envisioning, I can speak, myself um, engulfed in dragon flames, um, a rainbow color, and then the outside color is black, and my intention with the black is to make me invisible um, to anything um, that might be attracted to my light, um, and also to transmute any um, negative things that are trying to come towards me. It's just like the absorption flame and then anything else. It's just like more layers. You have to get through all the layers if you're going to get to me. You got to go through God first. Um, and that's, I've been teaching my son to do that as well. And he, he loves to, he like makes noises when he's, when he's activating his dragon fire now too. Um, so I, I love utilizing that. And I know we're all really big on um, dragons. So. <laughs> Um, if anyone wants to talk about dragons before we move on or end this, I think we'll need another episode for that. <laughs> but I bring, I, I bring the golden dragon. <laughs> I had a dragonfly in the house. It's still there. It just, as soon as I said that, it's like activated, starting over there. Wow, because I'm trying. Hey, okay, you talking was, about me? <laughs> yeah, I was so nervous too. Like when we first started, because I'm just like, here we go. Like I'm about to bring this whole story forth, and I hear this really strange sound, and I'm like. You're absolutely kidding me, God. Like, send me my protection via dragonfly right now. Like, that's so beautiful. I love it. It's like our earth dragon, you know, our nature spirit dragon. <laughs> yeah. And I like to think of dragons as higher versions of ourselves. So they're just versions of us in another dimension and whatever you connect with. So whether it's a blue dragon or a purple one or gold or, you know, whatever it might be, it's um, just the aspect that you connect with more. So whatever energy it has. So maybe blue has the energy of more water, more feminine. So it's the way you see it. Um, and lately I've been connecting with a lot more water and um, my dragon from the beginning, the one that I connect with the most is like a beautiful lilac with a shimmery rainbow and then some gold on it. So that's my go-to. I love that. I, <laughs> when I 
met my first drag when we had like because amelia if, if anyone's been through amelia's program there's like a we do a meditation towards the end where you meet your dragon and when i met mine i was like there's several here <laughs> so now when i work with dragons i'm like i'm like i got a whole army dude what's up you guys are rad <laughs> i love it um and then i also one thing about the dragonfly is i think it's so cool that they can fly in every single direction and they can hover right and then when their wings go they go in an, in an infinity shape so how cool is that right wow you're right i didn't yeah. i've never thought about that before the first time i tuned into like a higher level uh lisa renee ascension glossary uh you know, where you get to listen to her talk and explain her monthly podcast or whatever. And I don't, I'm not in their groups or anything. Like I'm kind of undefinable because I really have my own, um, I don't know how you say like my own handbook. Oh yeah. Like I told you guys, like, I'm like kind of, I detect energy. Like I kind of make my own path. So I don't identify with everyone in totality, but I, I listen to some, some of her stuff because there's out of everything I have been through in the spiritual world she has so much truth that's in that glossary I mean she talks about you know the astral hijacking things but anyways the first time I tuned into her like private you know a group or whatever and I'm listening she, of all things she talks starts talking about the dragons and the dragon lines and how she, I don't want to misquote her so don't no one hold this as fact but it's something like when the Christ is born I want to say she said golden dragon egg and I'm over here like stop like is this real because I, I was thinking she wouldn't even say anything about that you know it's like I never saw dragons in the glossary or you know I've never seen the angelics or the Christic people talk about dragons ever before that and I'm just like okay like this is so cool it's not for everyone because we don't want everyone like I don't think manifesting reptilians or something into their life by just blindly going into trusting any sort of dragon energy but when you are, I guess you would say initiated, or when you have memories that come forth of the celestial dragon, it's just a whole different Game of Thrones, you know, world that you get dumped into. Oh, I love that. I was talking to Phoebe about this. So that's Dragon Priestess on um, Instagram. And I said, whenever I'm with my dragon, I'm not like sitting on my dragon or anything. I'm flying beside my dragon. So it's like an equal energy. Yes. Um, and the golden egg, I love it. When I was younger, um, and I grew up in a Catholic family, so we would celebrate Easter. I always wanted golden eggs. I just wanted to paint them golden. So I, I connected <laughs> with that too. <laughs> I grew up and, in a Catholic house too, by the way. Like we are way too alike. Like I know, the indigo so contracts funny. and all this is just wild. Yeah, um, when I first heard, so actually I first came into Iesha's work, so that's Ashiana Dean, and when I first heard her speak, I started crying. I said, that's my mother, and who knows, maybe in another dimension or timeline she was, or maybe she just holds that sacred mother energy, and I connected with that, but I just felt so much resonance, but I tell people, like, just because I post about things from either Lisa Renee's work or Ashiana Dean doesn't mean I'm, like, 100%, like, indoctrinated, no, it's what I resonate with most, but there's ultimately, it's like what goes through my field and what I think is like, yes, this is what is for me. So there's so much stuff that's in there that, I mean, if I read everything, I, I don't really connect with all of it. And maybe it's because I don't need it, not because it's something that is wrong or 
um, negative, but um, I would say out of everybody, I do connect with um, Yesha and Lisa Renee, and that would be more of an 80%. And then with most other teachings, it's like 50 and below. So that's quite a big difference. Yeah, so, so many people will comment and they're like, um, wow, this, uh, I love that you share Yesha's work and stuff. And I'm like, I'm not, I've never read anything she's ever had ever. So it's coming from me organically, you know? So there is obviously something really going on um, with both Lisa and the, you know, Angelic's teachings because it's literally coming through my own spirit without ever even knowing who that is. Um, I have seen her now. I found her and watched, you know, just a little bit, but it was just like these, these wonderful women, they, they almost trudged this unknown territory before us. And now that they've kind of laid the grass down, we have to kind of walk the rest of the way blind. Because I think if we if we go too far into any of their stuff, then I don't know. It's it's almost it's like we have to pull back everything from our own inner being once you get to a certain point. Because it's like we're we're building this collective truth and taking back everything all together, I think. So I'm just very grateful though, like if I truly think Lisa, you know, she saved my life when I read the, the glossary and found out about both and this twin flame hijack, like who knows where I might be like with a couple million followers talking about the moon and law of attraction right now, totally gone, <laughs> you know? Um, but anyways, yeah, I'm, I'm so grateful to connect to this, this tribe as well, because it's just, it's something different when you're truly brought together with your soul team. It's a knowing, it's a, it's, it's this resonance where you, you see the other people talking and it's, it's like straight out of your own mouth. And so, yeah, it's just, it's all, it's all initiations. Everything that we go through that's false, it's not because we're dumb and it's not because we're being manipulated. It's because we are supposed to go into these false grids because if we didn't, who's going to reverse the code? you know, who's going to, to do this. So we're in this, <laughs> this is deep. <laughs> and this is a great uh, full circles because uh, Jasmine was just talking about how do we discern um, if something's meant for me or not. And you don't, you can't discern until you cross the line and be like, oh, that's not meant for me. And I was having a talk with um, um, our friend Becca from uh, the inner circle. And we were saying life is like bumper cars you don't know that you've bumped into something until you've bumped into something. Then you're like, oh, that didn't feel good. Let's go this way now. Okay, now let's go, go, go. And then bump into some more stuff and be like, oh, that's not for me. And we don't know until we bump. And some people, when they bump, they're just like frozen. And then they're like, I'm just gonna die here. I don't wanna play this game no more. And I don't, and then that's where you stop growing. And evolution is all about, you know, <laughs> I think of atoms all the time. You know, you have two atoms, they become one. And when they become one, so much tension happens that they have to become two again. And life is just this becoming one thing and then becoming and multiplying and more and more and more, and that's growth. And if we can remember that's what we're doing and there is no bad or good, there's no, in a way the dark does work for the light because there is no light without dark, you know? Um, but knowing how to navigate the nuances is what we're here to learn. And that's the complicated part. I want to add a little bit more to that. The dark inadvertently works for the light part is because what I've noticed is that no matter what the dark tries to do, 
somehow it awakened me somehow it made me realize that oh my god i have this light i don't have to worry about this so even though that was never their intention i'm sure they were just trying to manipulate me and mind control and all of that somehow it activated the christ within so it's like okay it activated my power and it's almost like one of those things where say you're in your you're in a situation and maybe your house was attacked or maybe there were burglars there it's like until you're put in that situation you don't realize what kind of power you have and what you're going to do and so you know i i don't want to say that i'm grateful for the dark i just want to say that it no matter what it tries to do somehow my christic like energy will figure it out and be like kabam like we got this <laughs> i i can definitely agree i think you know, I think this and I want to trudge carefully because I don't want to accidentally invite this energy back into my field. But that experience with that false twin flame, it taught me more than anything else. It taught me it, it was literally the ascension glossary manifest in physical form. Mm -hmm. And so uh, without that, I, I would not truly know the power of the dark. And that is important to know, avoiding that knowing and thinking, oh, you know, it just doesn't exist and demons have no power and stuff. It's actually not true. They're highly intelligent, highly manipulative. And so, yeah, I totally agree. It is through those experiences that being backed into a corner that rose something out of me that would never have came out. I was very, oh my goodness, y'all hear that bird? That was so mm -hmm. loud. Thank you. It was beautiful. But it, it made me an actual warrior to where before I was more quiet and, and subdued and just, just different. It just, it rose something out of me. And I think it actually activated my inner masculine too, which I don't know that I could have done just living, living like a life with my husband, you know, like I would have just kind of stayed complacent, but it, it, when you put like a lion in the corner, like we, our fangs come out, I guess. And that was what was needed for me. I needed to actually learn to fight back and to to speak out because it's, yeah, it's, it's what's needed right now. We have enough light workers that are singing Kumbaya in a circle and not going into any of the dark, but this is what's important. We need people to know the truth because I don't think our world is ever going to come into peace until people awaken from what is causing the non-peace, you know? <laughs> getting so many downloads you guys I, just... I know we need to be done soon this is we people are going to we need to have, have a part two to, we need a nap they're after. gonna have to go to sleep after this they're gonna be this just is so like... amazing um what you just said because it's interesting i um I went through these phases where, you know, when I was first awakened and I was so upset with everything, I was just like raging against the machine, basically. I'm like, what? This is how I feel. I hate this. I hate this. I hate that. And then I got to this point where I did a lot of the ego work and I was like, oh, you know, I have compassion for this being and this being and stuff. But then it just went to another extreme where I was like trying to kind of just stay away from a lot of this stuff. And then now I'm trying to balance it because I'm like, I don't need to be one extreme or the other. I want to balance both masculine and feminine, water and fire, earth and air, all of it together and come as my whole self. And so that's kind of what I've been going through because right now, I would say currently I'm more in like earth of the earth side of the, I see earth as more masculine, which is interesting. 
because um, I know people see Mother Earth and um, overall I like to see masculine and feminine in both because to me that's the sacred union right but we tend to see certain elements like water is feminine fire is masculine the elements has been distorted too June now that we're exactly it, because think of Earth has a masculine and feminine quality because that's the law that governs everything after a certain dimension exactly the water has a masculine trait too and what does that look like because that's what we're coming into the earth is trying to be masculine the water is also trying to be like what does masculine water look like exactly and that's why the key word that i've been getting lately is balance balance everything and it starts with balancing it within right and that's that hero's gamos energy where you balance your inner masculine and feminine energies your union and then you're able to see that balance around you and so um, I would say I've definitely been in more of the masculine energy, but not so the fire, more the earth. So it's been more about trying to create stability in my life. Um, but I am being called to speak up more. So it's, it's coming. <laughs> yes, you are. And you're definitely activating me right now. I'm like, oh, my God, I really want to speak on this. Why haven't I said this before? <laughs> I think I'm, that's my like main character trait. I think I bring out, I think I activate other people's fire because I'm such a, and I wasn't like, this is what's so funny. I was not like this before. I was so like, you know, chill and like, didn't have that strong. I was the opposite. <laughs> That's so wild. I, yeah. I used my fire energy with the dark mother. And so it was just like, I was just literally commanding people to do shit for me. I would walk to places and I'm like, do you even know who I am? Like stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I would, um, you know, someone would try to talk to me and I would grab them and shove their face aside. And it was just such dark energy. And, you know, I've really dealt with that shame and guilt for a lot of years. And now <laughs> I can finally laugh at it and say, I kind of had to go through that to realize that I don't want to go into that type of fire. I want to get into the fire where I'm like, hey, listen, this is my truth. This is what I have to say, you know, take it or leave it. And that's pretty much it. Back then, the fire was used to gain validation. It was used as a, you know, I, I need your energy. I need you to love me. And now it's like, listen up. This is what I have to say. Like it? Great. Don't like it? That's cool, too. You do you. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. So I'm fine. Everyone? Everyone? Is everyone fine? <laughs> <laughs> I want to Did anyone leave Earth? Come back down, you know, enter in. We told you to I'm put always your here. on. Are you floating? Are you levitating? We told you to anchor in. It's not our fault. Disclaimer, we are not responsible if you float into your ceiling. I think a lot of us really need to learn to speak up and not worry so much about what other people think. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to have an understanding of something one day and then the next you learn something and you're like, actually this, you know, it doesn't mean like uh, I'm, I'm an imposter. I, I should have never said anything in the first place. It's like, how about it's human to make mistakes and go through an experience and learn along the way and do the best that you can. And as long as you're like, Hey, I'm, used to feel this way and now I feel this way and guess what you can too <laughs> exactly exactly I love that I love that because the way I see it is depending on our own frequency we tap into different bands of frequency and so you know if I'm holding a certain energy so let's use fire for example but my frequency is operating at a different level that's the kind of frequency I'll tap into and attract into my life as well 
Um, whereas if I'm operating on a higher frequency, then maybe I'm tapping into those higher frequency bands and now I'm using that energy for what I you know, truly came here to use it for. Yes. And speaking of speaking up, um, Taylor is now the, um, basically our defense against the dark arts teacher um, <laughs> for Empress <laughs> Evolution. So what's the official name of the group that you're leading, that you're the coordinator for? Do you know it? No, I haven't really. Me and, um, we're, we've been so cosmic along this that I don't even know what my role is, but I'm in such trust. And every time I talk to Amelia, it is like, you want to talk about being thrown down by spiritual science. It's like, it's, every time she calls me, it's some sort of like numbers everywhere I look and just, she'll be talking about something and I see it in my reality. And I'm just like, okay, this is wild. So I'm just in trust that it's going to all make sense. But I have, I don't know what my job title is right now. I know that I can do whatever she says, whatever she believes that I can do. I'm sure I can do it really well. So uh, we'll just see how that manifests, but I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 say I do have, um, I'm going to be doing my, not a podcast, but just, I'm going to be putting some videos on Patreon that are more higher level codes that I don't feel comfortable sharing on my Instagram. So I will be doing that as well. Um, that it'll just be uh, Patreon, Taylor and Divine. So I'll have that. And I put up tons of videos on my Instagram too. And so I'm sure that will kind of go over and I'll just be able to maybe put out videos on Empress Evolution that talk about dark arts and things, but yeah, we don't, we don't know. But basically right now, um, it's, it's just in the works to figure out exactly what she needs for me and whatever her angels are, uh, are guiding me into. I just trust. I'm like, all right, let me know. Call me up. I'm here. Yeah. That's why we call it Empress Evolution because we're not like this is it, you know, we're like, okay, we're, we're evolving, whatever it turns into be, that's great. You know? So it's a process. I mean, whatever's necessary on any given on any given day what we're being called to on any given day that's what it is so um we're just happy to have you on the crew that's for sure what's up Steph? Mm -hmm. so i found um the group it is called defense against the dark arts um so oh, there's okay. basically a coordinator which means that there's a group chat and you can join the group chat and uh people can talk about you know the astral attack um experiences how to fight off astral attacks how to like astral project correctly and don't end up in the lower astral you want to go into the mental higher astral or mental or higher right 5d plus um and uh that's basically what the, the, the group is and you can find that on empress evolution 1111 on instagram and you know find you and then dm you um so yeah we can connect okay. later and set you up properly if you have questions about that but okay cool Love it. Love it so much. I love you, Taylor. Thank you. I mean, we could obviously talk for like four hours. And last time we had like a really long meeting, I think it was like it's three 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 right now. My time. Ooh. It's what three three thirty three. Yeah. Wow. That is so. All right. Perfect time. Yep. Yep. Um, and last time we all chatted, I think a lot of us took naps, and I ended up. <laughs> Dream within a dream within a dream and you were in it and I was like oh, no, of course this is what we're doing now so <laughs> welcome to awakening <laughs> yeah I woke up today and again it was like oh you're gonna end up napping a lot today and then I realized we have to talk and I'm like yeah that makes sense <laughs> but I've been in that energy since yesterday and it's been intense 
where I'm just like, I need a nap. Like it feels good. It's good energy. Um, I'm just like, I need a nap to really like take it all in. Yeah. Ooh, okay. One more thing real quick before we go, because June, you mentioned something where you saw that there was some information about Chevron bursts being put out. Can you mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about what those are? And then I would love to hear Taylor's response to what you're saying, because I have a feeling she's going to have something massive to say about it. Sure. I saw a couple people in the Christic community post about Chevron bursts. And really, it's um, so it's almost like something that's here to counteract the trumpet blasts. And so the trumpet blasts are things that come through. It's more of like a darker frequency. Um, I wish I could explain it better. And I'll try to find some information to share with y'all. But um, the Chevron is the energy that's sent to basically, basically counteract that. So that's more of the Christic energy and it's being sent to Earth's fields. Um, and so we pick up on it, obviously. And then as we ground into you know Earth and connect with the planet and each other, we're able to pick up on these frequencies. And, you know, then our body is like, all right, we're going to integrate this. Or if it feels off, then you probably won't. And so something that came through to me in the past few weeks, um, because I've seen so many videos where people are talking about this, the jabs and the shedding and all of that information. And my higher self was like, you know, we're not going to leave you guys unprotected, like out there, right? You're going to get the activations. And so I truly believe whatever is coming through now, a part of it holds um, almost an immunity upgrade for us right now, where it's like, um, you know, a lot of us probably already have that immune response where it's not going to affect us as much. But right now, I feel like we're getting shielded from a lot of different things. And it's more of like our own internal DNA activation. Your doggo agrees with me. <laughs> he does. Well, yeah, I was, and because the reason I wanted to ask Taylor her response is because you say you're so energetically sensitive. Like, what have you been sensing for the last few days? Because I definitely feel like some really big shifts have been mm-hmm. happening. I literally put out a video yesterday and I said, that what's happening right now too is there's this timeline manifest where a lot of us are actually dissolving the false light construct as well and we're coming back into truth because for some reason and i'm not even sure why or the mechanisms behind this but we only have it's like these cycles where we can truly tap into this real open stargate christ frequency and really clear at this accelerated level and so when the stargates are open it's, it's important to, to really anchor in to purity and to have that desire to be in that current that's coming in. And so I think that it's, it was kind of going on for a while. It's, I would say about maybe, maybe even like six weeks ago, could be less than that, but I was outside and I was doing my just connection to nature and through my own mouth, I said, stargates are open, stargates are open, stargates are open. And it took me a few seconds to even realize that I had just said something. And I was just like, oh my goodness, I just said that. Like that was, it was almost like, you know, God kind of giving me a shake, like, hey, this is something you need to be paying attention to and share. And so I I kind of got on and and brought forward this message that was just, it was inside my own being, you know, it wasn't like I was channeling some sort of outside energy. It was it was this memory that I had and it was just like Christ frequencies are pouring in through stargates, tune into them, you know, tune in. If you're sitting every day in the, in your meditation, connecting to God, connecting to the mother earth or to the earth 
and you're, you're in, enveloped in that organic architecture, you will see that timeline uh, be presented to you. And that's what I have always thought. It's not about how much information you have. It's not about how long you've been on your ascension path because you see people who have been in the false light for 50 years. It's about connecting to the, the purest, highest timeline and, and dissolving the, the false lights or false beliefs or anything that is not Christ, you know, Christic, pure, you know, any, any of that, anything that's not the organic, that's not pure, that is not the highest embodiment. And so that's what I think is going on is that there's that opportunity that comes in every so often and it's up to us to step in and take it and to listen. And that means dissolving what you're being shown is not true. And so that's the hardest part for most people is they've built this identity around the false light or around their beliefs and these positive ETs being their creators or the Anunnaki being their gods and you know whatever it is that there is or the moon I, I've never irritated so many people as when I told them the moon was inorganic, you know, and so, but we get these opportunities for it to just us to get in this current of the organic timeline and it just washes everything away. And so that's what I think was happening. Um, and so now those of us who did do that and put out that desire, everything is kind of melting like our plasma, our miasma, all this is like shifting, changing, melting like right now. And I have literally in the past few days, it's so weird you're asking that. I just put out a video and said this because I went through and I started going through all my old affirmations. And that was very hard for me to do because I loved my affirmations, but I had, I have stuff in there like raise your vibration, which some of it's fine, you know, but just chakras and just stuff that I, I wouldn't necessarily just throw out there to an uninitiated person now, because I don't know that we should just be opening our chakras so freely. It's like, we should be kind of, you know, I, I would call on God before I would do anything basically now. So anyways, the whole point is I've just been dissolving my own false light the past few days. And that's what I think it is. It's like this time to, um, to let ourselves be reborn. And I had night sweats last night, like just weird, like, strange feeling in my lower stomach and once I did my breathing it just cleared out and just gross weird energy moving out and I'm just like let it go let it go <laughs> like, I'm just gonna ride this you know so that's what it is I, I believe you know I think we get these every so often so we might as well if we're on this timeline we might as well just hang in there and just ride the wave you know it's like we may feel really strange one day but it's not something negative it's like programs dissolving leaving viruses being taken out of our biocomputer you know so ascension exactly. i want to touch on something you said <laughs> on something you said earlier it's like we already have this dna we already have this light um all this energy within us so we're not you, you, what we're really trying to do is clear the distortions, clear the miasms, clear all of that, because when that's gone, it automatically just your DNA is like, well, now I can activate because there's no block yes. on it. So it's not about and I noticed a lot of my affirmations were like, you know, I want to activate this, I want to do this, I want to do that and was just looking at the light only. And now a lot of them are like, well, I want to clear this, clear this, clear this. And in the process, I'll activate this, this and this, and, you know, but um that's the key. So, and a lot of people ask me, you know, what do I need to do to activate my DNA? 
I'm like, clear your distortions. That's the key, you know, work on your shadow, heal that or release what's not you and integrate what is part of you and that you've kind of just, you know, shoved away in the closet. So that's um, my take on this. And these energies that are coming through, they're basically giving us a little boost. It's like a booster shot. It's just like, all right, I know you want to do, or you have to do this, this, and this. So here's a little boost for you, or, you know, <laughs> I don't want to call it a booster shot, I guess, because of the <laughs> negative connotations. But hey, I'm seeing it as like our positive, like booster shot, like our, our own organic energy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was going to add uh, sort of what you were saying, June, is like a twofold. It's like, yes, I want to clear, but I want to clear in alignment with what's for my highest good. I think some people are like, I just want to clear. I just want to clear them. They're trapped in this loop of this one thing where I'm clearing. And I sort of talk about the universe like it's really vast and it's really big. And when you do a search on the Internet, you have to type in keywords and be like, OK, I'm looking for, um, you know, shoes that are red and size eight if I'm shopping but then people are trying to manifest things or like just give me shoes okay we'll say shoes for your highest good so you have a direction you're going to but the thing that you're going to receive you have no attachment to the outcome and that's so important I just jumped like I just mashed like sorry my brain just mashed three different topics into one <laughs> I love your mental energy <laughs> right so when you do spells, when you have intentions, make sure you have some sort of constraint so you're not manifesting the vastness of what the universe can give, but yet you are open to what the vastness of the universe can give you. But give it some constraints and always use for my highest good and the good of all involved and in alliance with universal harmony of peace, truth, love, and unity. And as long as you just do this, you don't even have to we just see source in alignment with source but a lot of people don't have feelings to what source looks like and when you do magic work magic work esoteric work spiritual work it's all about feeling so you have and that's to, the key you, yes, um, you have to have a feeling it. to it you have to have the trust and the belief that backs the intention of the thing you want and a lot of people don't have that so a lot of my journey has been about building faith and trust because I was anti-religious. I was anti-believing that, you know, there, there's more, like I was just like insignificant and all these things. And it was arrogant and ignorant to, you know, we need to ask for higher help and let the higher power um, help us. So, yeah, so surrender came with that for me when I was just like, wow, there is something bigger than me and I, it can work with me to support me. So that that was my activation. So if any, maybe that and it's helps. within me. <laughs> right. And it's also <laughs> I am a spark of source, yeah, but not also confusing that I am in any way close to actually being source because I love I like to say we are fractals of source. Exactly. Yeah, one of the, the little things that I do with any intentions or whatever I do, whenever I'm doing my my awakening to my high priestess self, um, I'm always like, okay, God source gets the final approval on this. And if, you know, if God source says no, no go, then this is all no avoid. Yeah, I'm checking in with, with, with like, am I on the right track? Am I cool? We're cool. Okay, well, let's go on. Am I, am I, 
that source's plan and if not then like it's just it's ego it's it's a detour it's 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 just like i'm just trying to get to god source let's go that way that seems to be the best plan of action in mm -hmm. my opinion so whatever that is you know and it's just that's my my little catch-all because i, I want to have everything that i do have really good intentions and and um promote peace and love and justice and safety um especially for children um yes crazy out there so um, all right, cool. Well, Taylor, do you want to add anything else before we let you go? We've been on here for almost, I think it's like an hour. I was going to say our takeaway time is probably like 45 minutes. <laughs> I have a takeaway. All right, let's, let's wrap this up in an hour. An hour later. Right? No, it's because we're so like, we're so highly coded with each other. When I got off the last call, I was so activated that I didn't even want to do anything else but make content because it was just like, that's, I told, I told you guys before, if y'all ever have an idea and you don't want to bring it forth because there's something that's like, you know, keeping you from sharing it, just give it to me because I, I'm missing that character, uh, you know, that, that I'm missing that, that personality trait, that character trait that makes you resistant to share like jolting information. Like I'm just like this very like, like let me give it to them because it's just like I don't know it's just because I think I was actually under the program the mind control that I I have this um it's like it's like I'm almost doing it for my old self you know because if someone would have said the harsh truth to me back then then I think it would have saved me some time maybe or maybe it was just supposed to play out that long six months of my life but you know whatever but um, yeah, the last thing I was going to say is in um, alignment with what, what you were saying, Justin, is that uh, if you make, um, instead of focusing, like the new age focuses on the twin flame, if we make God our twin flame or, you know, eternal source, our lives would be so much easier because we would just, instead of seeking something on the outside that's so limited, this human being we are going to something that is like, I once heard in the gospel of peace, uh, Jesus, you know, said, whether it's true or not, I'm not sure, but I was activated by it. But he said, you know, you think the sun is so amazing. It's so bright. And it is obviously it's so bright. It's so intense. But he said that sun is, but a candle flame of what God actually is. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just like, Whoa. So if like, that's where our attention is going, then, our twin flame is going to blow our minds. You know, it's, it's, it's just like walking with God is so, it needs to be like a thing. Like, can we bring that back? You know, My like, friend. it's like, forget a man. That's exactly what I did um, earlier this year. I just got into that energy of God is my twin flame. Yeah, and then whatever guy I was talking to or had any sort of connection with, it just like dissolved. Cause I realized that this person was not even close to this energy or my energy for that matter, um, wow. or my frequency. And so it's been a whole new thing. Like I've been quite a hermit these past few months and it's just like, oh, God is with me. God is my twin flame kind of energy. And now my twin flame is like, we're really gonna integrate and you're gonna be seen more. You're gonna speak on a lot of this stuff. Um, so I'm, I'm getting ready. <laughs> we're ready. The world is ready. June will make her appearance in June. <laughs> oh my god it's like summertime it's coming out right around out my birthday me. too i love that though 
June yeah. is about to make her drop in June. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, I'm so grateful and I'm so grateful to be a part of the team and to just be with people who, you know, sometimes when we're awakening in the beginning, it's like we're kind of dragging everyone else along and then you get to a certain point where it's like you've, you've been with God for so long that you actually get brought into like manifestations of that energy in physical form. Like mm-hmm. instead of a man, it's like, I got all y'all, which is probably way more beneficial to my actual ascension path. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, you know, instead of being focused upon this, like other energy, I'm just like with like actual reflections of divine feminine and divine masculine in form. So I'm sure this will be a thing. Like it's who knows where we're going to be in a year, but Maybe by then we'll actually have a a 15 minute wrap up. So (laughs) (laughs) maybe we need a moderator, like somebody who's like totally not into the woo. And it's just like, yeah, I got this. (laughs) We're at, we're at 45 minutes. I'm kidding. I mean, you know, we can just decide how much we want to post or where we want to cut it. Oh no, it's gonna. All of that. All of it. It's just us being us. We're raw and uncut. We don't cut. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you, Taylor. We love you so much. We're so glad that you're part of the Empress Evolution, that you're out there fighting these demons, fighting these battles, and like speaking your truth. It's really helpful. It's helped me a lot. And I know that you're helping a lot of other people. So thanks for sharing your wisdom, your your perspectives. And um, yeah, if anyone wants to get in contact with you, please follow her on Instagram. She is fiery, fiery and beautiful. So <laughs> Yeah. All right. Cool. I love you, ladies. Thanks, June, for joining us. Love you all. Always love you. You're you're awesome. So, all right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you.